Hey guys, I welcome you back to the second episode of Ancient Perspective. Last time I talked about Bhishma Pratigne and its implications, uh, but I forgot to mention one thing there. So after he makes a pledge to give up the dynasty, kingdom, all his rights for his uh, father's happiness, he actually gets a blessing of Ichamrityu, uh, which is basically uh, he can choose his time of death. Uh, as cool as that sounds, it turns into more of a curse for him than a blessing. Uh, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, meanwhile, in Hastinapur, everything is going smoothly. Uh, King Shantanu and Satyavati also have two sons, Chitrangad and Vichitravirya. And after a certain period of time, uh, Chitrangada, the elder son, becomes the king. Uh, but he dies in a battle. So then his younger brother Vichitravirya becomes the new king of Hastinapur. Now, uh, after he becomes the king, uh, Satyavati and uh, Shantanu are looking to get his son married. So they, uh, during these times, they had the concept of Swayamvar, uh, which means when a king's daughter oh, uh, would get married, they would basically invite all the uh, potential grooms from across the kingdoms and the daughter would get to choose one of them uh, unless there was some pre-arrangement that had already happened uh, among the families a little complicated process but uh, basically uh, and yeah uh, the bride would usually choose her groom based on their uh, courage, strength, or, or a task that would be given out to them. And yeah, that's how it went. So uh, due to some mm, conflict between Hastinapur and this other kingdom, uh, there this uh, other king's daughters, Amba, Ambika, and Ambalika. Yeah, uh, what names, right? <laughs> Three daughters named very similarly. Uh, in descending order of their length of name were their ages. But yeah, uh, so these uh, daughters had a swamber, but they refused to invite uh, Vichitravirya, the king of Hastinapur. Back then, these kings didn't take offense very well. I mean, uh, they, they didn't take insults very well. They were highly offended and went to great lengths to take revenge on that. So he sends uh, Bhishma to go and, I don't know, uh, get the three daughters. It, it, it's really strange. I mean, if I translate these words into English, it, it sounds very strange. But yeah, uh, at the risk of changing the meaning, I'm just going to say Bhishma goes and kidnaps Amba, Ambika, and Ambalika and brings them to Hastinapur. Uh, to marry, yes, Vichitravirya. All three of them, yes, that's right. They didn't have any, polygamy was a thing back then. Now, both ways. So, uh, here's the thing. Uh, Ambika and Ambalika were fine with it, but Amba was already uh, interested in somebody else, some uh, another king from another kingdom, and uh, they both 
uh, liked each other and decided to marry uh, so when bhishma brought the three of them to vishravidya uh, on the way this other king stops them and uh, demands a fight uh, so bhishma obliges i mean uh, he's a warrior and no one can defeat him so it's a cake walk he just defeats the other king whose name i do not know and but, but he doesn't kill him he just defeats him and uh, that guy feels very insulted and sent, he just goes back so when bhishma returns to hastinapur with uh, the three daughters uh, uh, vichitra vidya is very happy but uh, then amba uh, starts shouting i mean she she tells bhishma that uh, he was unfair to her and she actually wanted to marry somebody else uh, to which bhishma being the the dharma the upholder of dharma that he is uh, he he tells her like you should have just told me before i brought you here i wouldn't have uh, brought you against your interest so he uh, sends her back he says it's cool uh, no harm done yet you can go back to uh, the one you want to marry uh, you have my blessing so she goes back but that king doesn't accept her he's like listen bhishma has won you over and the rule of the kingdom the rule of kshatriyas is that whoever wins a battle gets to keep the bride i mean strange right i mean he likes her he wants he wanted to marry but because he got defeated he's he's willing to give up everything because just because of ego maybe now now she's confused right she says what do i do now i mean i i came back from there and for you and you're not taking me it's like yeah see that that's the way it is just go away uh, so she she comes back here now now vichitra vidya is already married to ambika and ambalika so when amba comes back she goes to the uh, courthouse and she starts uh, re- requesting uh, justice uh, from the king vichitra vidya she says bhishma has been unfair to her and because bhishma has defeated uh, the other guy he won't take me back so the only option here is that bhishma should marry me because he's that's the law and bhishma cannot marry anyone remember he's he's uh, bound by his pledge so he says there's there's no way i can do that i'm i'm really sorry to which now amba is stuck she she can't go anywhere she can't go back to her father and she she can't go back to the other king she can't stay in hastinapur she is dejected so uh, out of spite uh, i mean fairly enough she curses uh, bhishma that because he's been so unfair to her because he's destroyed her life she'll be the one responsible for his death and she walks away that that's the end of amba that you hear uh, remember this folks bhishma has the blessing of ichchamrityu he can die when he chooses to but from whom from what how that, that's not in his control now amba uh, pledges that 
she will be responsible for his death how nobody knows yet but do keep this in mind and we move on after that where, where does this take us next uh, that's right so uh, now again now vichitravirya is ruling the kingdom everything's uh, going smoothly but he suddenly dies of unknown circumstances he probably just gets a heart attack and, and dies right there's a problem now he, he didn't have any son uh, before dying and neither did his older brother vikramadit so so there's no heir to the throne now this uh, satyavati is is really worried uh, she she goes to bhishma and she says uh, see listen i i don't have any more sons uh, there's no heir to the throne and you are also like a son to me so uh, take back your kingdom she's like no but i've pledged not to do it she's like I- i'll relieve you from my pledge so easily right i mean uh, but he doesn't agree he says a pledge is a pledge i took the pledge and you you can't relieve in fact nobody can relieve me from it but satyavati is adamant she said you you also pledged to protect the throne of hastinapur and how will you do it uh, he says i pledged to protect hastinapur and support the one who sits on the throne but i also pledged that i will never sit on the throne so i can't break that there is no way they they're in a conundrum so uh, before i tell you what happens next let, let me stop the story uh, there's a lot of things going on uh, here i mean uh, firstly uh, i was a little on the edge on whether uh, amba's curse to bishma was warranted uh, f- first of all let me not get into whether him uh kidnapping them and bringing them to kingdom was right or wrong because uh, well it, it used to be the norm back then apparently and and uh i, I don't really know how to justify this because i i myself uh, see the ridiculousness in trying to justify what uh, the the whole process of marriage but but we have to remember that we are looking at this from the lens of dwapar yuga or or during those times it would be wrong of us to judge what happened in those times in, in that story based on today's beliefs and principles so uh, leaving that aside he now now bishma didn't know that amba had already decided to marry somebody else so he believed that they would uh, still be fine uh, being the brides of vichitravirya and and frankly ambika and ambalika were and it was only later that amba told him about um, her problem or her, her conflict rather and he he sends her back so uh, that that that's a right thing to do now the other guy i i really should remember his name i mean I, I, let's call him 
Mr. X, okay? Yeah, Mr. X does try to win her back. He goes to the battle knowing very well what a warrior Bhishma is. He tries his best, he suffers defeat and walks back in shame. Now, now, pride was a big thing for these kings. Did they? He just couldn't accept the dishonor of losing and being uh, gifted by Bhishma. Uh, so, he just can't find it in himself to take back Amba. Uh, so, in his own way, he's not wrong as well because he, he probably decided he could never live with himself after uh, being defeated and, you know. But, but think of this uh, situation of Amba right now. Through no fault of her own, she, she's stuck, been, been literally... Uh, thrown away from three different kingdoms and has nowhere else to go. Uh, uh, being a princess herself, uh, finding herself in this state is it's really uh, sad for anybody. And and that's why she, she wants to go back and marry Bhishma because clearly he won her, right? So that, that was the law of the land. But again, Bhishma is bound by his pratigna. He can't do anything for What's going on here? Whose fault is it? And as he has it, she curses him. This, I, I suppose he should just gracefully accept this curse because there is nothing else. Forgiveness is uh, it's, it's divine and not many people could muster up the courage to forgive something for something that's not their fault at all so that that's the way it is um going getting back to the story now um so he uh, there's no heir to the throne and satyati is asking bhishma to break his pledge for the for for the sake of the kingdom so this is a very Tough choice for Bhishma and uh, frankly, I, I uh, when I was seeing it for the first time, I, I believed that he shouldn't. Uh, a, a promise is, the nature of promise is that it's immune to changing circumstances, right? Where, where have I heard that? I mean, yeah, but uh, you see, he made a pledge that was binding. Now, just because the circumstances have changed and Satyati no longer has a son, she, she cannot ask him to break break his uh, pledge. That's not fair of her to ask. And uh, rightfully so, he declines. He says, there's no way I'm doing this. Uh, please don't, respectfully, don't ask me. And she has, Satyati, she has no choice but to honor Bhishma's words. But, but the issue of finding a new heir still remains. Uh, so as, now, now this is where uh, the story gets a little uh, twisted. So turns out Satyati has another secret son that she had before she married uh, Shantanu. And, and this person is the sage. He, he's a 
all-knowing sage called uh, Veda Vyasa. A side note, it, it is Veda Vyasa who actually wrote the entire Mahabharata epic. And he's also a part of it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so she summons him and she tells him the problem and says she needs son. Yeah, right? I, I, I told you. So now Vyasa has to... Yeah, I'm really finding it difficult to put forth. I mean, he has to have two sons with each uh, one with Ambika and one with Ambalika. Technically, yeah, uh, I told you, right, Twisted, but he is, wow, this is really hard. So, and Ambika and Ambalika go to Vyasa, but, but they, they find them really unattractive. So, the first time Ambika goes, she actually closes her eyes when he magically gives her kids a son to be in fact and because she closed her eyes when she first saw him her son is born blind and Ambalika uh, gets really shocked when she sees him so her son is actually born very fragile and weak he becomes fine later so so these two sons are Dhritarashtra and Pandu the blind uh, son the elder one uh, born to Ambika is Dhritarashtra and the other younger son born to Ambalika is Pandu so uh, and and one more son so now after finding this uh, out Satyavati asks one of them to go back and not look scared or close their eyes and have ask Veda Vyasa for another son. So uh, they do, I mean, but since these two don't want to go, they, they send a third person. They, they send some uh, somebody else to go in place of them. Vyasa, of course, gives her a son as well. And his name is Vidu. Now, this is where the crux of the story starts. So there are three sons now. Uh, one is Dhritarashtra, the blind son, Pandu, and Vidur. After uh, uh, doing his duties, uh, Vyasa again goes away into forest to, you know, meditate, learn, basically, yeah. Now, that that's that's about it. I mean, Hastinapur now has a heir to the throne, so. Being the eldest, Dhritarashtra should be the new king, right? Well, wrong. But we will speak about that in the next episode. Why Pandu becomes the king and not Dhritarashtra, despite being the younger one. So for now, I'll just leave you with these thoughts. Uh, think about the situation of Amba, who got punished for no fault of her own. Think about the helplessness of Peshma, who is bound by his pledge. And a little bit of magic. Thank you for tuning in.
this is vikas and i'll see you in the next episode of ancient perspective